This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. The lovely Alma Pollard is on Zoom with me this morning. Hi, Alma. Good morning. How lovely to be with you. Yeah, what a pleasure. What a stunning day. I mean, after the weekend that we've had and the rainy time we've been through today and tomorrow with the warm temperatures, I'm excited. Beautiful. And on the in this beautiful weather yesterday, sunny day, I had this privilege to attend a launch in Kirstenbosch. I, I wonder why they won't let me in for free at Kirstenbosch. I mean, as a Kirsten, you'd think I'd get some kind of honorary entrance, but they never want to let me in for free. Um, tell us if a little bit. If you could have covered the event yesterday, <laughs> then you could have had a free entry. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, Elmo, what was the event all about? It looked fascinating. When it ends up being at Kirstenbosch, um, then you know this is uh, something pretty serious. It's very serious. Yes, this was called the Snare Free Launch. So Snare Free is a, a fantastic new initiative that was taken by a whole public-private partnership, but originally conceived by uh, uh, the Cape Leopard Trust, Cape Nature Wildlife Forensic Academy, and the Kugelberg Biosphere Reserve. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the big issue that we have in the Western Cape and countrywide and worldwide uh, of more and more snares being found in the wild. So snares are, you know, these traps. It's just a metal ring, really, is something you can buy a piece of wire or you can pick up a piece of wire anywhere and set a snare, Hmm. and then animals get trapped in there. It's such a huge issue that here in the Cape there was a person that they recently appointed to to collect snares over a period of 12 months. This was in the peninsula, hey? yeah. and he collected 671 snares in that year. Goodness. So there's a massive increase in snares. So why is this a problem? Um, they actually discovered in 2016, they became aware of the snare problem here in the Winelands, um, where, of course, the problem is with snares is that um, some animals are trapped that people want to trap, that they actually use for food because we also have a problem with hungry people. Huh? Yes. And then there's a whole bunch of bycatchers, like tortoises and leopards and caracoles, who are, it's not eaten, but they get stuck in there, and they sit there for days or weeks on end. It's a very slow and cruel death. They also trap um, porcupines and small buck. These two are apparently the more sort of the meat. Kreisbockies, Klipspringer, Dacus, these are all threatened species. Now, we know that um, between 1910 and 1912, the last leopards were killed in Cape Town. So that was the end of leopards in in Cape Town. Mm. But we still get them, of course, further afield where we are in the Helderberg and the Winelands and so on. Um, but that's the reason why Cape Town has a problem with the baboons, because leopards control baboon numbers. And now because the leopards aren't there, the baboons have become a problem and there's lots of um, conflict between baboons and humans, as we know. So it just is an example of how if you remove one species out of, a, out of the ecosystem, it always creates a crisis of sorts. So it's very important that we understand the delicate balance that exists in, 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 in the wild and that we can't just remove something because it's, it's a bother to us. So 
Um, Cape Town is the only Fainbos city. So these are in Daisy's to the Fainbos areas. So the big mm. problem, of course, again, human behavior change is needed. So we have a problem with this, um, this new thing, and they've launched this beautiful plan called the Western Cape Snare Reaction Plan. Um, <clears throat> so across the, the Western Cape, there's going to be um, this, hot, this new hotline. This was also activated yesterday, um, which is 076-127-8485, that anybody can call if you see a snare or if you see an animal trapped in a snare. There's an action plan that will then unfold and the right people will um, come and assist and do the right things. So, I mean, this is a world a wildlife crisis worldwide, but we are having an, an experience here of it in an extreme way as well. So I just thought this is a lovely way to show what happens if we fiddle without knowing what we're doing. And also they are asking all of us to participate. It's for everybody on the ground to keep their eyes peeled if you are in the mountains or you're walking and you're on a farm or any wild area or anywhere around Cape Town terrible amount of snares mm. and they're very tiny and they're difficult to see it's easy to hide them um there's there's a snarefree.co.za where one can go and read more about this and then they've also got this new app if you want to contribute to leopard research which for me is very very close to my heart then you can go to app.capeleopard.org.za and there's a mechanism where you can um, alert people about this um, there's three things you can do, the snare aware, there's leopard spotter, and a threat tracker, wow. which is so nice. I love citizen science. Yeah, I'm, I'm on this website too, uh, Elma, and I'm just making my way uh, around it. Um, there's so many wonderful resources at snarefree.co.za. I just want to bring us back to, to this point, Elma, that you've made. The snares are going up for a reason. Um, people obviously here yeah, they want to eat, but there's also problems. And the website's very clear about some of the negative consequences of by the time you go and check your snare, the meat that you end up eating uh, might not might be rotten and you endanger yourself and your family. But th there's this fine line here between people are doing this to eat. Of course, I'm sure there are other in, there are other incentives too. But uh, education, I guess, is has got to be on the forefront of this, not only for us that enjoy walking around and might come across a snare, but for those who are putting it there in the first place. Absolutely. So the problem is that I think the more aware we become, the more we can personally spread the awareness to get the awareness to, to everybody, not just to those who necessarily are listening in on the radio now. Mm. Um, and awareness in it, slash education, I mean, this is always goes together, helps us to understand nature better because we don't know enough about this. So we do things at our own peril and then we create more and more crises that we then have to address again. So I would like to just mention there's another site where they use the snares and they turn them into jewelry. Wow. Um, and this is part of a fundraising for this wonderful action plan. It's called downtothewire.org. I happen to have one of those little bracelets from yesterday. It's just, so it's down and it's a number two, thewire.org. And that's also lovely to see how a whole lot of people uh, came together 
to help address this issue, um, communities and government and businesses and everybody. And this is the example of the only way that we're going to solve our problems. So th- so grateful that uh, we can uh, draw some focus to these things. Alma, thanks for the hard work. You mentioned that uh, there might be a story coming soon to The Green Times uh, from yesterday's event. Yes, I will write this up today. Okay, so you've heard us speak about it. We've heard about snarefree.co.za, down to the wire.org, and uh, you can find out the full story and more courtesy of thegreentimes.co.za. Ultimately, that's where we want to be heading to, thegreentimes.co.za. Alma, thanks so much for shining a spotlight on these things. It's so important. Grateful for your time and what you bring us. Have yourself a really, really good day. We can't wait to read what's next on The Green Times. Awesome. Have a beautiful day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.